Welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we understand that people are frustrated because they're stuck in particular areas of their life that they want to be free from. The problem is they don't have the right information or practical tools to solve their own problem. Here at the Perspective Podcast, we deliver multiple perspectives with practical solutions that will assist people to become unstuck and on to living their best life. So sit back, relax, get a notepad out. Welcome to Perspective. If I look like what I've been through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off of the pavement, I'm reeking. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Perspective Podcast. I'm here, your host, C. Muzan, here with my guy, Terrell. Say what's up, T. What's going on, family? We are here, ready to give you guys another episode, and this one is special for us because we're going to be touching on a topic today that I guess I could say it's controversial, but I really just want to say that it's just a topic that people will have a genuine perspective on for a reason, right? This is something that I think goes really deep into the fabric of not only our society, but really goes into the fabric of our upbringing and some of our actual values. And I think it's just an important topic to get a chance to talk about. And I know for a fact, T and I have different perspectives on this one topic. So I felt like it would be good for us to chat about it today. And the topic we're talking about is voting. It's voting for whatever it is in this country that deals around politics, whether it's your local government, whether it's all the way up to the federal government, anything of that nature, but basically anything that deals with voting in our judicial or in our, uh, what's it? Is, is it legislative? Is that the branch? Legis- yeah, I, mean, I guess. That, that's one. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one that's of the one of the branches <laughs> that, that you can vote for. Yeah. But voting is something that is so important for a lot of people and then not important for other people. And we just want to have that conversation. So we can jump straight in, T. Give me your perspective on voting. Well, you know, for me, you know, I believe in voting. And there's a couple of fundamental reasons why. One, any opportunity that I can have my voice heard, I'm, and I feel like I'm going to have my voice heard. I'm going to take it. <laughs> um, and I'll say that I'm joking, being you know a little bit you know sarcastic with that. But but I, I truly believe that you know a system. It's not a perfect system. First of all, there's no perfect system. You know, a theocracy. You know, a democracy. Whatever. I mean, every every system throughout world, uh, throughout the planet and history has crumbled regardless, right? So we can't say, you know, one is better than the other, et cetera, et cetera. However, our system, you know, here that we've utilized, we've picked from other places because we didn't create, you know, a democracy, if you will. This goes back to, you know, Rome and, you know, the Greeks and all that kind of stuff. But we've, we've picked some, I think, some solid principles that we can build upon. They just work that way. And for me to be able to have a piece or a hand within that system, I believe is extremely important. Now, do I believe that our system is flawed? Do I believe that our system sometimes can be set up in a way that really everybody's voice is not heard properly? Yes. However, I believe that if done correctly, and it starts with me participating, right, to be a part of that change in whatever capacity that I am, then that's important. And so that we can have change, right? Sure. So, so fundamentally, 
with that base part of that being my my foundation, it's a, extremely important that I believe individuals, you know, vote. And if we want to take it, you know, a lot of a lot of what we talk about here from a business perspective, right? So, you know, to, to kind of keep along the, the trend of what we, we talk about in business, there's the network effect, right? You've heard it, you know, you've heard of this before, sure, correct? Sure. It's what Apple's built off of with this apps ecosystem. The more people that participate in that ecosystem for Apple, the more valuable the app ecosystem is. It's Facebook. The more people get on Facebook, the more valuable it becomes. So for me, I believe from a voting perspective to, you know, to use a business term, if you will, you know, the, of the network effect, the direct network effect. If more people vote, it becomes more valuable and it becomes a much more clear picture of truly what society wants. Now, there's a couple flaws in it, in my opinion, which we'll probably dig into a little bit later. Sure. However, if everybody that's of voting age or the vast majority, which it looks like it is over the last couple of elections, which is great, then we could truly have, hey, this is what we want. But here, but the but the growing pain <laughs> is going to be just like when a kid really wants to go out on their own and finally get out of their parents' place. They really make some decisions that probably aren't the best decisions <laughs> because they haven't had the experience. They're just they just wanted it so bad. I think we have some ways to go, and we'll talk about that. But I do believe that it, before that can happen, you got to go out. And, you know, and be a part just with your little part. And then collectively, you know, we bring it together. And it's a much more valuable, true democracy rather than a couple people here or there making decisions for the masses. So sure. that's why I believe in voting. And I and, and I agree. I agree a thousand percent with what you say. Right. Like, I believe that getting a chance to have everyone come together and put their vote in or be able to have their voice heard in order to create change is ideal, right? It's ideal. That's that's the way that we would want things to happen. The reason why, so I'm the opposite, right? I don't vote or I haven't voted and, you know, probably won't. Obviously, this is coming out, right, 2019 or whatever, 2018. And I could change my perspective, obviously. But right now, I don't participate in this system because I think the system is too broken. And I understand the other side of it where, well, how does it change, right? If I'm not willing to kind of cast my vote or make it a, a thing where everyone's voting or where we can get a collective together to speak up, I understand that that's how change comes about. But I don't have faith in the U.S. system, like in the way that this country runs it. And I know people are like, well, you can move and move to another country. I could, right? Like, I'm not saying that that's out of the picture. I'm just saying that in what we look at today, what voting actually is supposed to do, I don't think it's actually doing. Here's kind of why why I believe that. If we just look at a political sense and Yes, we can tie this back into business eventually, but if we just took a look at the political sense of we're voting for someone to represent us, right? That's when people think about voting for someone in politics, that's kind of what it represents. It represents, I'm going to vote for this person because I believe they have my best intention, our city's best intention, 
my family's best intention in mind, and they are going to make change that I would like to see, and they are the representative of me. You follow that, T? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make I just want to make sure that like that that is something that really is because I've I've gone on the record to say I'm not the most educated or I don't know I, I don't have the most knowledge of the political system I just kind of know how I think about it my perspective of it and and how yeah. I feel so I, I understand where there might be areas that I'm not speaking you know a hundred percent accurate and I would want someone to tell me if, if that's not accurate but that's my understanding of why people vote is hey this person in Congress or in our local Senate or however it works they are going to represent my feelings my beliefs what I want and I don't think that there's a single person I don't believe that there's a single person that can do that I don't believe no. that by by me voting for this one lady, and to put her into a place of where she is now the person that speaks up for us. But when we say us, I use air quotes, like us, who is us, right? If I don't associate with people in my community, then who who are you representing? Like, I, I don't, if I don't know my neighbors, if I don't necessarily care about the area that I live per se, I don't necessarily think that the voice of the people in the neighborhood or in the area are representative of my voice. Yeah. And so because of that, even if I did press a button to put this person in office to make someone feel good about the fact that I voted, I don't even know what I'm voting for. Like, how much do you really know another person? How much information do you really get? How much do you really know who's backing them, what their actual intentions are, right? We understand this. And again, we're just sticking in the political lane. Like I said, we can go yeah. back and forth into business. But if we really looked at like politics, like you don't really know what these people stand for. You don't know because you don't know them, right? You don't, you don't know this human being that you're saying is going to represent. This is nothing to me. Politics is like, you know, freaking like a like a class election type of thing, like a, like a popularity contest. Like, can you say the right things to the amount of people so that you get their vote? But once you get there, things are different. Like you can't make all the changes. The system is tight. Like you can't do those things. So why am I spending time? Because that's what it would come down to. And I think if I talk right all the way through this, I think really what it comes down to for me, T, is that I don't have time and it's not high on my priority list to do the research and the due diligence needed to make an educated decision about who I choose to put as my voice representing our community, our city, our nation, whatever the case is. And I just don't, yeah. I, I just don't know that that's as important to me. You follow? Yeah. No, no, 100%, man. I, I think, I mean, you said a lot, which is good. And and then anybody listening to this, can any, even whether you believe in voting, you don't believe in voting, whatever, you can hear both sides of it. And to your point, you know, which wraps back into something, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, no, like, okay, you have democracy where everybody votes for a few to make rules for the masses, right? Like, right. In, like for the masses, but not to the masses, but for the masses, right? right. Like, our government officials, our public servants, they are they work for the people that voted them in. Right. <laughs> right? Well, if 
we don't trust those folks who have terms because we we haven't done our due diligence. Like that's why theocracies didn't work because it's just one family making all the decisions. (laughs) (laughs) You hope like one of the little little knucklehead kids isn't like selfish and corrupt that's going to take down the you know the empathic father (laughs) you know (laughs) or another family comes in and marries in and doesn't give it produce any kids and they take the throne right so Mm -hmm. all right like we're about to go really deep into this now (laughs) so (laughs) i don't want to go down this rabbit hole but i'm going to do it (laughs) (laughs) so so i'm a bible believing god you know you've heard us mention that before yeah in the beginning, <laughs> go back to the beginning. Let's go way back, <laughs> way way back. In the beginning, if you go from, if you look at the the Christian Bible perspective of creation, God gave man dominion over the fish, over the planet, over this, over that. But there's one very key important thing that God never gave man dominion over, and you know what that is, Chris? No, I don't. What is it? It's other people. Right. If you go through it, all of the creation, the plants, the you know, the trees, the oceans, the fish, everything is can be controlled and 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 have dominion, except for he never told Adam you have dominion over with over Eve. Right. So that's why you know, you get very, very strong women movements and people and women deep down their heart like I'm equal because you are. Right. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. There's you know, and anything that tells you different is absolutely against the basis of the foundation of your creation. So when you get into and then so that's one part. So hold that nugget, right? Yeah. People don't are not supposed to be ruled by other people. So hold that. Then you go over here to the second understanding of be- when you start looking at behavioral science from a business perspective and even political, people do not want to fully take responsibility to solve problems. And so they prefer to defer. <laughs> they prefer to defer. I didn't mean to make a ride, but that's just how it came out. Yeah. All right. They prefer to defer. There's a great book by Dr. Miles Monroe. He, he, the late Dr. Miles Monroe. It's called The Burden of Freedom. And it talks about how being free, or you can even say entrepreneur, right? Free from the ecosystem of support from boss is has a great burden because you are responsible to make a decision to make it happen. Rather than if you are a slave, and and this is the context of the book, not saying employee is a slave, but if you are a slave, it's easy because you don't have to think, you don't have the burden of decision because master does. Just for context, employees are slaves. Modern day slavery. I I know, I know, we can go there. We're not going to. We're not going to. But just understand, for context... Yes, yes, having a job right? is modern-day slavery. But anyway, go back. I got you, right? I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even let you bait me into that conversation. Because <laughs> we, we have our listeners on another topic. So, <laughs> so, but think about that. So now you have this fundamental principle of, like, I, I have to make a choice. For example, to color this more for you, because I know we're going deep. You know, fat pills. They call it, you know, fat pills or diet pills or whatever pills, mm-hmm. right? The reason why they sell so well is because they tell you we're going to take the responsibility of getting you healthy. 
Just get on our machine and you're going to lose the weight. Just take our pill. Just push play on this DVD, right? Just, just read this cookbook. Great marketers understand that people really don't want to do the work, so they want to give it to somebody else and let them do it for them, not realizing, obviously, you're going to be the one running and jumping and doing all this and eating right. But if I'm marketing to you, it's always, look, you do this, you're going to get this result. Like, give me the burden of taking care of you, right? right. These guys do it. Greg Cardone, hey, you want you have a place for your money? Hey, it, give it to me. Give me your money. Invest in real estate. I'm going to do it. I'm going to control it. And I'm going to give you checks every month. Yeah. Right? Like, you want to return? Like, give it to me. That's what Wall Street says. Give me your money. We got you. Right? So, it's this burden of responsibility. So, going back full circle to the politics, it it is comforting for people to say, President Trump, make America great again. Oh, yes. Now, I don't have to be a part of this. This billionaire who doesn't care about the political system, who who speaks from his heart, he tells it like it is, and he's a billionaire. He don't know how to run this company and fix it. Yes, you get my vote, <laughs> right? Because because guess what? He's going to do it. I, I trust him. Look, he did great in business, et cetera, et cetera. But then here goes the part swinging back to creation. When President Trump or President Obama, we can put any name in there, President Bush, Abraham Lincoln, President Lincoln, (laughs) (laughs) right, right, George Washington, whenever they do not do what we inherently thought they were going to do when we gave them ultimately our responsibility, we feel like they are controlling us in a way that we don't want to be controlled which is against our human nature from creation. And then we get pissed off, mad, and now we want to go give it to the next person. And that's where it's like our system is not meant for people to control, right? But people get in office to control. But our system is meant that we all are participating. It's not meant to just vote one guy in and turn your back. Like you're still supposed to be a part of it. And this person is just the one in the meetings truly there. But to your point, who really has time or wants to have time? Let me, let me say that to make sure all of that happens because we all are doing all of our other stuff. So it's easy to be like, who's the most popular? Who do I resonate with? Who do I like what they're talking about? And in in a quick debate, I'm giving my vote to that person. Let me go back home and I do better take care of it. Otherwise, I don't like the way he's controlling my community, my state, and my country. And that's... I know I went on a tangent. No, but but that's that's it. Full circle. And that's it. But that's it, right? And that's why I choose not to vote because I don't know what I'm voting for. You don't know what you're voting for. Like that, it's, it's just that simple. No one has time unless you're actually in the campaign and you know the person and you know this person and like you don't know what you're voting for so people i hear all these activists and people that are right a lot a lot of shaming has been has been happening right since obviously at the time of us recording this right we're coming yeah. up to midterm elections or whatever is about to happen and i hear a lot of people like shaming and bringing out especially for for black people right that yeah. you know you're making your ancestors mad and right. How disrespectful is it if you don't and all these things to like shame. But 
no one's talking about the fact that like we don't know these people right like i'm not just going to do something for the sake of doing something that is in all sense control right like that's when society goes tells back you to it, again. it it does though. You. <laughs> it is that's literally yeah, what it no, is I get it. Get it's it. people they're controlling like how you should behave but it doesn't make sense like i could go in and vote in the booth and i have no idea any of these names and i could pick all democrats I could pick all Republicans or I could go all independent just because and then walk out of there with a sense of, oh, I did the right thing because my ancestors are proud that I voted. That's that's (laughs) absolutely wrong. Like you shouldn't live your life that way. Right. Like just. But you know something though, Chris, but but truly the ecosystem, right, if you will, of voting needs people, more people like you and I. And that's not us like, you know, counting our whores or whatever. But we try to be thoughtful. Right. And the decisions that we make, because we're businessmen, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're, you know, yeah. and, and we and, and managers and jobs and whatever, like we're all of that. So we understand that if you just show up and try to turn the light switch on, that's not really great. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's not really like great decision making. So while me and Chris have a different stance on whether I'm a vote or not and the reason behind it, we're really saying is. If you're going to do it, be informed. And then Absolutely. the funny part is, if you are more informed, you'll probably do it. Absolutely. Because, it, like, you know, you probably will do it, but it's hard. See, and that this is why and I started off with, but I do believe, and this is where we kind of cross roads, like, these conversations are necessary, right? These conversations are important because I do want to, like, while it's changing, I want to be a part of it. Like, you know what I mean? So for me, it's important to say, okay, well, I know at least I'm going in and finding out, okay, well, who's my local candidate? You know, what are they about? Like, what's their resume look like? You know, I'm prayerful, I'm thoughtful, because you don't really know anybody. Like, look, I mean, I married my wife, and yeah, I know her, but like, I didn't know. But you don't. Yeah, like, you still don't, and you're married to her. (laughs) Yeah, like, you're married to her, and you still don't know fully. I look, look, some days I wake up, and I look, I'm like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Every, Every married person understands that. Like, we understand. Understand. We chose to live with these people, marry them, stay with them. In their days, we have no idea who that person is. Like, who are you? And yet, right. so and now, now you have to do that for somebody you've never, even you've never met. met. Exactly. So that's, I get it. But that's the part. If we're gonna, if we're gonna fix anything, T, like that needs to be fixed before but see, but, okay. we can collectively come together and just vote to change, like the way that the system is running has to change. Like someone, the conversation needs to be had, not just when it's time to vote. The conversation needs to be had all the time because after the elections, you don't hear from these people unless like... Well, 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 here goes the thing. Now, I will say this. Then I'm glad you said that. Okay. We don't hear from them because the masses stop paying attention. Absolutely. Right. So, and it's not that they're not talking, because they are. (laughs) They just, they only get, like, media attention at that point when they say something really, really, really good or controversial at that point. And so people's attention goes away, so media coverage and everything else doesn't follow, where I think, to your point, 
we need to be like it's kind of like all right i'm going to hire somebody on the job right like we go and sit down and i interview you chris or you're interviewing me let's say because i don't want to start another riot or this conversation <laughs> you're interviewing me right <laughs> right and we're sitting down together and you're you spend a day or two to three days with all of your senior leadership interviewing me to come on board your leader, you know, your executive team. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you just, all of you guys just walk away and just are like, all right, cool, you got it, bro. Like, you know, we gave you three days. That's not even how we do business. That's not how we do anything. Yeah. And I believe that's the flaw. If you ask me in the system, we vote and then walk away. Right? Exactly. We, we Instead of giving more attention, like, all right, bro, or sis, you in there. What you got? All right, like, you said you're going to do A, B, C, D. I'll be at the next meeting when I, you know, like, collectively it's enough of us that we can all pack out a room when you start talking and y'all start debating amongst each other what's about to happen. But what happens is nobody's there. They're sitting in a room with a couple old dudes that that tend to be, usually a lot of times, white. (laughs) You know, in a lot of these communities, and that's just what the data says, that's not, you know, being prejudice or anything, right? And they're the ones arguing and persuading in the moment. Yeah, I get and, it. And in the other communities that are round up, black community, Mexican community, you know, other communities that get round up to make this vote and make this change are leveraged without actually supporting. Yeah. And that's where I'm just like, People massively give their freedom away. They, I mean, they give their decision making away, which I believe we should be much more involved. Even myself, like I've been thinking about this very, you know, deeply. Which is like, yes, you want to vote. Yes, you want to be a part of it. But it doesn't stop at voting. Right. It really doesn't stop at voting. But if it stops at voting, you will continue to have people manipulate you during election season and then get in office and you're pissed off and call a politician a liar when if you just paid enough attention, you would have realized they really never had a plan. They were really manipulating and they were getting in office for self-serving reasons. Exactly. And that, I feel like, again, no no knock on politicians. I, I'm sure there are really good ones yeah. out there. But in general, like, that's my perspective on it, right? Like, people are getting into office for their own reasons, for their own reasons, not for the community or for, right? They want to make things better. Here's one thing that I heard, because here in Philly, like, there's a bunch of potholes. Right? There's a lot of potholes. Like, apparently the city, and I don't know because I'm just getting back, but apparently the city just doesn't care or doesn't have money to put into their streets. So like there's streets, there's streets in Philly that have been like under construction with like potholes and cones up for like years, apparently like, and just no one's coming. So this is like a big topic. And as Uh we're, we're hearing about all the people that, you know, are running for office or whatever the case is that keeps coming up. Like, well, you want the potholes fixed, right? You want you complain about this in your neighborhood, right? And to that point, yes, that would be great if that person that we put in office is really going to do that. But we, I just understand maybe the corporate structure, if we bring this back to business, I understand that that might be number 72 on the priority list. Because once they really get in office, number one, two, and three are some bigger topics that we probably don't know about, 
or we're yeah, not thinking about state it. Funded, yeah, like, right. Yeah, like there's like, probably yes. some there's probably some bigger things that have their hands tied as to why they can't. And the way that they spin it to people that are don't vote or let's just say are undereducated or the people that they're trying to get their vote, they spin it as if that's going to be like a simple task. Like, hey, if you elect me, we're going to make sure that this is done. But I just know that that's not true. You can't fool me and say that, like, just because I put you in office, this thing is going to get done. It's kind of how we looked at Obama, right? It's all great that we had a black president. But, like, you remember when, like, going in, there were all those jokes and black people were like, we're going to get our reparations and, right, like, it's, everything's going to be back to normal. Like, it's going to be good and he's going to fight for us and that and all that stuff. Cool. Eight years later, our lives weren't significantly different as black people. Like some just, of us were. Well, some of us were. I, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't argue with that. But I get where you're going. But in general, I, in general, he couldn't make all of the changes that everyone wanted. He couldn't make it happen. Know, and nobody. And see, and I'm glad you said that. And I, I'm so happy you mentioned former President Obama. The one thing that I, I did appreciate about. President Obama was, he would say, and you very rarely heard it from a lot of presidents, particularly, and this is sidebar, presidents, like, are the figurehead. Right. <laughs> like, they really don't, they're not the ones that make it all run. Right. Like, I just want to, like, people, like, again, like, he, because they're the figurehead, it's like, oh, it's, the country's messing up because of them. No, there are some, like, justices on the Supreme Court. Right. That makes some some luck that when they rule, nobody can touch it. Right. Like you know what I mean for the most part. So there's a like there's Congress, there's the Senate, like so there's a lot. But the one thing that I can always appreciate that he said was he would always like, you know, say, Hey, it's not gonna be easy. Right. And you know, like he never like if you really listen to him, he never made anything seem easy. Now the way he talked and how smooth he was made it seem like he was about to be exactly. <laughs> but but if you listen to his words, his actual words and his content, he actually told you how difficult it was going to be. Sure. And but but to your point, you know, black people, you know, we so so beat down so long, and we were like, finally, we got one of our homies in the office. Yeah. And I realized that he's not the black president. He's everybody's president, and yes, we have had presidents that did seem to be, like, the white people's president. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. We have had presidents that felt like they were going to be more one group's president, whether they were rich, white, or whatever, right? However, we understand it, well, at least I understand that Obama could not take that approach (laughs) in America. (laughs) But to your point, yes, people, you know, we we, they could tell us, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Yes, it won't. Like, you know, at the end of the day, people look, people go to jobs today and get mad at their boss that they've been there for a year. Now, mind you, I'm a boss at a job, right? That they've been there for a year and they're mad that we don't give them an automatic raise because they've been there a year. <laughs> right now, now I know that's going to get like, so let's just we'll tie this to business and we'll wrap it back in. Let's think about this from a business perspective, right? If I'm a manager on a warehouse floor and we, we manufacture widgets, all right? And I say, okay, I need a line 
to help assemble the widgets, right? Mm-hmm. And they can assemble a hundred widgets an hour, right? I'm gonna, they're gonna, and then I'm gonna pay. And then the value of a hundred widgets an hour is ten dollars an hour, right? Let's just use that basic math. Well, that person is doing their hundred, right? They're averaging a hundred for the year. I pay them ten dollars an hour. I say that position is worth ten dollars an hour. Right? right? So next year, the person who's doing the widgets does, they're like, hey, I want to raise. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's kind of do your review, see how you did. And then we realize that they've really been averaging 10 widgets, 100 widgets an hour. So my thing is this, if I'm paying the position for you to manufacture 100 widgets an hour, and then I look up and I realize you manufacture 100 widgets an hour, why am I paying you more to manufacture a hundred widgets an hour? <laughs> right. Like just be, now, if your experience shows, hey, I'm actually manufacturing a hundred and fifty widgets an hour because I got better. Now we have a conversation. Right. Right. We may have we may have a conversation because you became more valuable, and this is a very generic conversation, right? But people just assume, hey, if I'm on the job. And I've been doing it. I deserve a raise. And it's like, well, how do you quantify a raise? Like, what more value are you truly adding to the company, right? Like, what what more are you adding, you know, back to the company? And so it's this it's this this same thought process. Hey, you know, I, I voted you in, so you should have to do this, or you should have to do that. And it's just like, listen. You got to be a part of that. Like, if you want people to be held accountable, you got to be there to hold them accountable. And that's the and that's like the big thing for me. You can't just vote and just walk away. So I believe everybody that's out there, Oprah and Will Smith and everybody else that's out there, you know, within our community that said you better go vote, you better go vote, you better go vote. Then guess what? You better be talking about it along the way and holding people accountable to. You know, making sure, hey, y'all stay involved with the people you voted for to make sure that they represent you. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, and I think, and, and I think that that's where, if we're going to talk solutions, right? Because I'm a solution-oriented person. We, we might talk and go back and forth and give our perspective, but I, I do want change. Like, I believe in change. I believe in evolution. I, be, I believe that things get better over time. Like, I want that. I just don't think the way that we're approaching it and have been approaching it is correct by just telling people to vote with it's like blind. It, I don't know. It's, it's like blind advice, right? If I go take that 22 year old kid that maybe doesn't know a ton about politics or doesn't know a ton about what, you know, the actual the candidates that are running and I just go pound in his mind. You got to go vote. 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 And that's it. Are we really doing the right thing? Because that's what it's breeding. It's breeding all the stuff that you're saying, T. It's breeding, well, if my only, the most important action is to vote, well, then I'll just do that so that at least I can feel like I did something. But that's not the root. I feel like we're putting a Band-Aid over the issue when really, like, the whole like the whole thing is broken and we're just yeah, trying to put this start somewhere right yeah but yeah, i just I don't i don't I believe that that's the place to start i believe if, if i we... think that you got to get out first i mean like i think that it's kind of like going to the gym like right like you got like they you know on the side of gold gym and say showing up is half the battle i i think that and i don't think it's a hard pivot from like getting somebody to the pole the polls first you know is like okay, now I got you thinking about this. Now, I don't think it's a really big pivot 
after that to say, okay, well, hold, let's make sure as you're going, you're thinking through it, you're looking at it, and you're co- at least collectively trying to engage it in a way that's that's you know that's reasonable. I don't think that's a hard pivot. I think the hardest pivot is to get people to the polls because that's what the data suggests. Like I can't, we can't go deeper and tell you to really like look into it and understand it if you're not even showing up. You know, I think, but see, I think I fundamentally disagree with that because of, and I'll tie this into business. This is what I do in business, T, right? You know that I'm in the money business. So when I sit down with people uh, that are, that don't understand a lot about money, right? Because that's what it starts with. They don't understand a lot about money. And I sit down with them and I say, hey, what do you got going on for your retirement savings? And they say, I have nothing. And I say, well, you need to go save. You need to start saving money. Let's just start saving money right now. And because I know you have it because you have a job. So you need to start saving money. Let's do it. And they start, they will never finish because I never got to the root of why they're not saving at all, meaning they have bad money habits, the way they think about money, what they think about retirement. I have to understand those things and be able to educate someone on like those things before I get them to do the action. That's my fundamental belief because I do it in business. I can't go sit down with someone and tell them, save money, save money, because I know it's right and it's the right thing for them to do, but they haven't done it in 20 years. They don't have the habit of saving, they have bad money habits, they don't think about money properly, I can't get them to do the action. So that's how I look at this voting thing. We're telling people to do the action. Go vote, go vote, go vote. Cool, but then three years later, like when I don't really understand what's going on, the people that I voted for, what they're doing, how this thing works, it will make me it makes me a robot. Then I'm just doing something because I'm told to do it and I don't understand it. And I think because our country has taken that stance for so long that it's really just about going to vote as the catalyst of change, I just don't think that that works. And I think we have enough data to prove that like the years, the I mean, honestly, T, we've been hearing this message of go vote since we were children. Like I remember commercials. It's never going to stop. But that's but that that's why it'll never change. That's why it's because if nothing changes, nothing changes, and the fact that we keep going at it the exact same way will not change it. What I would, but but wait, wait, but it did change though, Chris. That's 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 kind of the point. Like, and and that's that's wrong like that. But like the message was like you just said, like the message when we were kids were. Rock the vote. vote. Yeah, rock right, the vote. Right. Go vote. Like it was all, no, it's no, always that. Yes, but guess what? The data today shows that it has changed. We are voting. And see, and that's okay. So going back to like you sit down with them and you go over the money game, right? Well, like fundamentally for me, and uh, this is multiple ways to spit a cat, so uh, skin a cat. So now here goes our, my perspective. For example, I can go, I can, we can sit down, we can say, okay, let's get to the root cause. But that doesn't take away from the fact that you would not, you could also still start them on starting to put money away to start creating a habit of actual action to do something. It's like we, we work it out, right? You know, we, we play college ball together. Like, hey, all right, I got a trainer. Well, the trainer is they can sit me in a classroom for an hour. We could go over it. Or they can say, all right, cool. Let's do this. 
gonna have a little consultation, but we're gonna get we're gonna get on the treadmill. We're just gonna start walking. Let's say if I'm morally obese, right, or the bike, I'm still going to start taking the small actions along the way while they are re- while they're training me for where I am, and it's a progression. It's not a zero sum like right from the beginning. Yes, you want to get to the root causes, but that doesn't mean you don't start taking the actions. For our society, there's no collective body, and maybe this is the idea, that's going to like massively incorporate like all of the understanding. However, if we all take our part in it and say, hey, look, you need to vote. This is why, and this is how you can look at it and create a framework for a new 18-year-old to kind of go through as they're voting, but they're still voting, I think that that's how you do it. I don't think, like, numbers have changed. There are massively more. Look, this, I'm in Texas, right? Like, I look at that ballot, it ain't all Republicans out there, right? Like, and it's a whole, it's a very diverse ballot, right? You know, of women and, and you know, and African-Americans and, and Latinos and, uh, and, like, I mean, Hispanic too. It's a, it's a diverse ballot, it's a lot on there, way more now than it ever used to be. But it's and people are going out in record droves. Like it's presidential level right now, and it normally isn't presidential level at you know during like you know coming up on midterms. So it is changing now. Okay, why is it changing? Right, and then now we have to start digging in to it a little bit more. That and that's just my perspective. That you can do it at the same time. Like if you sit down with that person. You're going to start getting the root. You know, you may not get the root in one conversation. Of course not. But you probably still, you probably still will say, "Hey, your next paycheck. Let's start. Let's start this habit." They don't. You don't even have the root. You don't like if if you don't have the root yet, right? And you just but you do what there is something in going out and actually doing it though, even at a small level. I would and agree that's with what I actually would agree that, with. And that. That's what I'm saying. I actually, yeah, I, I actually would, would agree with that. I just don't think that sustains it, right? Yes, no, no, yes, no, I no, guess you can start, right? You can start yeah. it, but it's not going to sustain it. And I really think if you wanted my solution to what we should do to actually make it better is we need to find a way to make people care first. Because I honestly, truly feel that people just don't care enough or... Right. It kind of goes back to just how people think and, and are they dreaming? Do, do, do you want a better society? Like, I think I remember hearing some somebody on another podcast or maybe it was just an interview or something saying that it's so important to vote if you are a complainer. Right. Like if you complain that things aren't good in your city, in your neighborhood, in your town, in your state. Right. If there are laws or things that like you really just you don't like you really have an issue with then it's going to make sense that you become a little bit more invested into the process but i think yeah. i think where we sit as a as a society is people only care about few things when it comes to like the macro picture of their state right if i ask you and i know you just kind of got to a new state too but if i ask you like what's texas's problem Right. Like, what are you so passionate about, like for the state of Texas, that you care about this change to happen? I don't know that people could be able to answer that question. We might have little things here and there that annoy us or aren't good or, yeah, we we want more, you know, books in our kids school or, you know, like little things like that. But like when you look at our life's picture, 
as an individual, where does that sit on our priority list? <laughs> right? Where where do those topics sit? And if they sit low, that's why people aren't fully invested in showing up to every town hall meeting, every city council meeting, looking at all of the content that you know from these meetings that are yeah, being put out. Yeah. Like yeah. there no yeah. one no one's watching it cuz we most people don't care about those things. So how do you get people to start to care about their surroundings, about where they live? That's the bigger question. And that I think, and I think that you do and and, and and to piggyback off of that, right? You know, it's like it's so funny. We go opposite ways and then come back. <laughs> that's what you that's but like that's such a good point because that's what happens when you have a difference of perspective and you talk it out. Right? This is yeah. the whole purpose of the podcast is because you it's okay to have a difference of perspective because we're all human beings. So we'll all come back eventually to a place of understanding. That's actually what will happen because we're we all made up from the same place. We just have a different way to look at things, but if we actually communicate about the stuff and how we see it, we can come back to an understanding. And that's that's why we do the podcast. So that's that's exactly what's yep. happening right now. Yep. And, and and I hope everybody out there listening catches that, right? Like it's you know, it's so I think I think it goes to you know, as we as I as I kinda like process it, like you said, you make the point of like how do we care? Right. It's not okay. There's like a gap in my head. The way I vision this is is the masses of people and then the political like infrastructure, mm. right? The political infrastructure is the leaders that wrap around the system in which the masses live in, <laughs> right? right? But there's this gap of like of how do we make how do we bridge them together where they work and where we care? I don't know if a politician from their position can do it. And I don't think the masses necessarily by themselves can do it. I believe that there has to be a, some companies or, or whatever, you know, that bridge that gap, that bring awareness and puts and makes it very palatable for the masses. Because the way you talk to the masses is totally different than how you talk to the small town hall, right? right. And it's totally different or individuals one-on-one. And I believe that it becomes important when you can truly tie it in. Like, look, my office, I have almost 20 people in my office, and I think only two people are voting. No, maybe three, hmm. right, are voting, which is interesting, right? And then you talk to people, and some people say, well, I don't think it's going to make any change, right? Or like, like, you know, what does my vote matter? And some people just don't believe in voting for their own personal reasons, right? Yeah. Um, and and, it, and their reasons aren't even like logical, like yours. <laughs> <laughs> like here's a whole other stuff. But like, you you look at it and say, okay, well, what would make these people care, right? Like, if and for me, understanding like understanding marketing is it isn't tied closely enough into their market. And that's the other thing. The politicians know that they they understand marketing way better than even some companies. Absolutely. All they got to do is find enough of a, a large enough niche, get them riled up, riled up, and discriminate against the other people. And not to discriminate negatively, but like in a positive way, like I don't need to talk to them, right? And I can still govern over everybody. And I think that for there needs to be some bridges that say, hey – 
this is how this works. This is how it truly impacts you. And people can feel it on a, on a tangible level. And that awareness is brought there. And then I think it, it gets bought in. And I, but this is where I think the celebrity push, the this, the that is trying to get there where they're like, look, if enough of y'all come in and have a voice and enough people vote for this particular thing, and you watch it change, you'll be like, oh, crap, this really does work. But you can't sit on the sideline and be like, oh, it won't work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, again, that the effect. Like, if it's more valuable, the more people are in it having their voice heard. So that's kind of like my, my take on I, it. And again, I agree. I just don't think, I, I, I don't think, I think the system will still fail because people won't see the change because they don't know who they're electing. <laughs> like it, it just, well, it'll well, come, it, it'll yeah. come full circle, right? Because you get, let's, let's run this scenario. Let's run this scenario that you have this 23 year old kid that is now for the first time because of, you know, the message or whatever the case is, he's going to vote. He's going to go out. He's yeah. going to vote. And this is his first time doing it. And he feels good about it. And he doesn't know why he or who he voted for specifically, meaning what their agenda is or what they're going to be fixing. But, you know, he heard one thing that let's take it back. This person's going to fix the potholes in his city. So he's like, well, all right, I'm going to vote for that person. And then a year goes by. The potholes don't get fixed for whatever reason. But that was the reason he voted. And the potholes didn't get fixed. And then the next year comes or two years or however long that voting thing period is. And then he goes back out and he votes again because that's the right thing to do. So he goes back out and this time he still cares about that, those potholes. The person that he elected again or he wanted to actually got elected. Great. They didn't fix the potholes again. Eventually, he will stop voting because the one issue, he might not have 10 but the one minor issue that someone pulled on him and said, hey, if you vote, well, th- you're contributing to this point, And then he doesn't see it come to fr- fruition. He's going to lose faith in voting. That's the system that we're in, that if we keep telling people go vote, but there really is no change happening, people again will stop voting. And then, but that's okay. Yes, and then we're back. But then we're back in the same position. We're back in the same position of everyone pounding it down. People, so go vote, go vote. Then you get this group of people that's like, but I don't understand what I'm voting for. Like I voted the last three years, and nothing happened the way that I wanted it to. So what am I doing this for again? Now do I have to go campaign? Now do I have to get into politics to make a real difference? Like. What and then people because they don't want to back to your point, they want to defer all of the responsibility. They say, Ah, well, that's not you know, I'm not going to go that far. And then they stop voting because they haven't seen real change. So, again, well, go ahead. It's hard to do anything. I'm sorry, it's it's hard to do anything (laughs) like okay, whatever we put out, not you know, most of the time, generally speaking, then whatever we put our attention to gets done right sure. and then some people are better at it than others <laughs> right you know and and yes the, the scenario you're explaining is a person that's voting just to vote 
and they're not they're they're giving the responsibility like all right well look i don't have the money or maybe resource or the entrepreneurial mindset to figure out how to fix these potholes right because as you're talking i'm like man that sounds like a fantastic business opportunity like you know oh, for sure. like, i mean everybody's complaining about potholes like everybody oh man i can figure this out like you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> it's enough attention on it etc but we just think a little differently sure. but let's just say you're the kid that's like look man i'm just trying to get done with college I just got a new wife, whatever. I just want the potholes fixed, man, with my kids out there riding around, right? Whatever. So if that's the case, it's, it is going to be dis, disheartening when that's your primary reason, and then you just vote and walk away and not follow up. And that's where, you know, I, I've been saying this whole time, like, why? Like, okay, the pothole didn't get fixed. The, the 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 politician said it's going to be done the first six months of office. Okay, great. It's six months, no potholes, right? Well, let me go find out now. Hey, bro, like you could go and talk to these people. That's the crazy part. You don't understand. <laughs> these people have to be made. They're available. They're sitting there. Hey, bro, you say you're going to do the potholes. Could you explain to me why? And then that's the beautiful thing. Let's say it doesn't work, right? And he and the person lied. He took the money and pocketed it and threw it in their uncle's oil company or whatever. Then guess what? That's where you you you. I don't think you walk away. I think if you're informed, you figure out why. You figure out you got a bad candidate. The same way you would do if you're a boss on the job or own the company. You fire them. You don't vote for them again, and you put somebody else in. And then you follow and you maintain and you keep an eye. And collectively, if you keep an eye, we know what's going on. And that's and that's, that would be that, a, that's that would be a solution. Huh? That would be a solution. But that will take like again, it takes a that lot takes of time. yeah, it takes a lot of time and commitment because basically what you're saying is if you feel like you got burned, go deeper. <laughs> if you feel like you didn't well, yeah. like it, go deeper. So think now you're actively asking everyone in this country. Or right, the people that are that we would want to get to this place of a collective being able to vote to eventually just everyone go deeper into politics. That's really what what, what we're asking. Well, not see and okay, now not politics. Go deeper into your own for your own benefit. Yeah, but like and see that so okay, so that's the message, right? So now we're now we're talking marketing, right? Like how do we get people to care? You have to link it back to them. The good politicians, you know, that the salespeople, let's just call them marketers, because that's all they really are sure. in a lot of ways. It's why they, Trump they, is they, in office they, now, just so we all understand. Right. And, and, and trust me, uh, uh, America was nece- not necessarily like all gun ho about putting the first black president. Obama was a freaking marketing genius. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he really was a marketing genius and had to be, you know, given obviously the country. So, but with that being said, at the end of the day, bro, at the end, it, it, you know, it comes back to if you're going to defer you have to live with the the consequences of it. But if you really, truly do want that change, I believe that, you know what, you may not have to put in all this time if everybody gets involved. And that's kind of like my thought process on it, right? If if not, and I use everybody, but you understand what I'm saying. Right. Like, if a massive amount of people get involved, we don't all have to, like, spend eight hours a day on it. But we all collectively 
or chipping in a little bit here, a little bit there, and attention, honestly, here goes the funny part. If we just paid attention, you would change the whole landscape of politics. Yeah. If you just paid attention. Like, if everybody didn't even dive deep in, just scratch the surface of attention, these politicians would not be trying to flip you or sell out to the big organizations, which we need to get into. Oh, I know. Which I don't even think we have time for that. This might, we might need a part two yeah, I know. for understanding how businesses impact politics rather than the masses. Because that's that's right. the big deal. Like that. Like honestly, right. we could we could go a whole other episode. We might have to go part that. two. We yeah. have to do a part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, man, like we it's so it's. But see, it's deep. And this is why it's easy to just go, Trump for president, walk away. I did my part. I'm an American, right? And I get it. And I understand why some people like yourself are like, this is an absolute waste of my investment of my time. Right? Like, I get it. And on the other side, I'm just like, hey, I I think it's not a waste. I think it is an investment. It's a long game. It's a long play. But if I do it and I'm and I'm in the game and I'm like taking I'm taking all the punches to the face, et cetera, et cetera, while it's getting better. And I keep talking to people like yourself and others. And we like keep like, all right, well, what do we what if we could do it differently? Then just like today, there's more people voting than it used to be when we were kids, I think now we may get to a point where, okay, we have enough people that are voting, and now how do we, as a country, grow and actually really, like, implement and make it better for all? But that happens, if in my opinion, well, we all got to get there first. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's true. And I think I think that uh, we, have a, we have a long way to go. And, and I don't, and pers- personally, I don't, I'm I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to participate uh, from a from an action standpoint because I don't think we have a plan, and that's how I operate. Right? Even being an entrepreneur, where a lot of times entrepreneurs are like, "Well, you don't need a plan. Just you know, hit it and make it happen." Yeah, sometimes in things like this, it would be too much wasted, invested time to for the, for me to not see a plan. If I'm gonna start participating in voting in this country, like I just—I I, I don't think you realize how powerful you are, though. And I think that's the the other part that we didn't we didn't talk about. And, and you know, I, I don't. I, I so I'm a very like ridiculously optimistic person, right? Um, and 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 that and you know, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's horrible. But at the end of the day, like I I I live in a I'm a. Like, you know, Gary Vee talks about, like, he, he really gets off on, like, you know, like, you know, being able to help people, the gratitude and all that stuff. Like, I really get, like, for me, I get off on living in optimism. Right. Right? Like, you know, it's, it's, everything is good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even when bad happens, it's good. Like, I really, I'm better when I live in that world. So, I'm one of the people that believes that one person can change the world. But I understand it's not really one person, but... You know, do you understand what I'm saying, right? And I agree. I believe that, yeah, and I, but for me, if I'm going, I, I just want to be a part of it. And that's why, like, you know, I joke with my wife. I'm like, you never know. Like, one day down the road, like, I can see myself running for office <laughs> or some type of office. You know what I mean? Because I do really care about 
people in general. And I, but I do believe that you can impact them in a particular way. And I do believe that you can adjust the infrastructure. Is it easy? No. Is it hard? Yes. It, can you lose your life for it? Ask Martin Luther King, right? Like hit junior. But I do, but I just feel like, you know, and this might just be me talking. That's who I feel like I was birthed on this planet to be. And you know what I mean? And I think that that may be part of my driving force behind it um, at the end of the day. And, so, and, and I, and I, I would follow that. that. I would follow that. And I would encourage, like, I know you, G, like you probably should one day run for some type of office. <laughs> like that would probably be a good fit for you. How I look at it is I want, and again, this is why we, we do the podcast. And I think this might be a good way to wrap up this one. And we might have to come yeah. back and do a number two. Um, but I think again, the reason why we do the podcast is so that we can eventually all see that our perspectives lead us back to an understanding and empathetic place because we all really do want the same things. I, just like you, I, I do care about making change. I do believe that I was just talking to my mom about this a little bit ago that like, I believe one of my God given talents and something that God has blessed me with is the ability to be strategic and logical in my mind to be a good problem solver, to be able to navigate and help people through problems, whether that be companies, whether that be individuals. And we can go down this path of our country, right? Like, I believe that, like, I'm, I'm put here to do that as well. I just, I don't want to participate in the system. i rather take a step out of the system to make change by to to make change by kind of focusing on it's kind of if we go back to a business sense really quickly it's not working mm-hmm. in in our business it's working on our business right and so i think the route that you take or that you know a lot of people take that vote are working in the system let's work let's change it from the inside and then it'll change by us being able to have this movement internally I, the way I operate and the way I look at it is I'm not going to be in this movement. What I'm going to do is be outside, look at it from a bird's eye perspective of this is how we can change it, then get myself to a place where then I can affect the system from like the top down, right? Versus being inside and trying to make the change. At the end of the day, we both want to make the change. We both believe it's possible. And we both want it to happen. How we're going about it comes back to our perspectives. I believe that my perspective is, you know, the system's too broken for me to participate in it and get caught in it. I prefer to be the guy that's outside of it, that looks at it from a different perspective, from a different angle and say, how can we fix this whole broken system? What pieces need to be put in place? And then attack it that way when I'm at a position to have leverage to be able to affect it, right? It, it, well, it'd, yeah, be, it'd, be great, it'd be great to be friends with a lot of politicians. That's awesome because that's how you really then – like I might not run for office, but here's the funny thing. The fact that I told you and encouraged you that you should eventually and the fact that we're friends lets me know I know who you are. So you, we can have a real honest dialogue because we know each other and we're friends. And when you get to that position, I know you, I know your heart. I know what you would want to do. I understand your drive. I get it. So then I will support you and I'll vote and I will put 
you know, money behind you and I will put people and resources and things because I know you. I think if we all knew our, like, if you were friends with them, if you hung out at their house, if you had a genuine relationship, and that's, you know, this is left field. It's, that's so not possible for most people. But that's how I look at changing the system. Let me get to a place where I know these people. Like, I know them. I shake hands. I go over their house. I know their family. Right? If I can get to that place, I, I feel like I can make real change by electing the right person and not just the person that told me this is what they would do, but I actually have a genuine relationship with them. That's my perspective on it. That's why I choose not to vote now, but eventually I would like to change the system, and I think it's possible. But, you know, coming from two different yeah, angles. Yeah, and I think, and you know, just, I think it has to be a hybrid of both, right? Like, yes, I think you can be from the outside in, but at the same time, and for me, like, I'm, a, I'm more of a hybrid guy, right? So, yes, you know, understanding voting from within the system, because I got I to gotta feel it. Like, I got to know it. I got to, you know, like, this, I have to, looking at it from the outside in for me would work because I didn't live it. Right. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't go through, like, you know, talk about Gary Vee, like, the, the eating crap for, for 20 years of my life or where my voting didn't feel like it mattered. <laughs> right. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have to, like, I have to eat it. But, but I understand also, it's hard to see the forest within the trees. Right. Exactly. Right? Right? And so, and I think that's your point, right? right. Absolutely. And so... And so for me, it's a hybrid. It's okay. I'm participating. Hey man, this is fun. This don't work. I'm at the line. Look how the line looks. Da, 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 da. And then having the ability, and I think this, like being able to look at things from multiple angles. You talk about your God given. And then like one thing, like with me, like I think when I think about something, I think about it like ten different ways. Right. And so it comes out like that in how I talk sometimes. Because <laughs> I was just <laughs> like you know, because in my head, I've literally thought a 15 to 20 different ways for me to say something. And so for me, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, well, if I'm in it, this is one way. But if I'm looking at it strategically from the outside, I can see it also. So yeah, while I'm voting, I'm also trying to become the billionaire or the millionaire (laughs) because I understand grassroots is on the ground with the masses, but you still got to get to the politician. I believe you close it from the top, and I feel like you close it from the top down and bottom up. That's how I think you do it because that's how our system's set up. If I had a billion-dollar company right now, I could most definitely persuade a politician more than the masses. Absolutely. And I understand that. Absolutely. And I understand that. However, I do believe that at the end of the day, you got to have in your head in both. And you can, but it, it may take time. It may take a little bit of effort. It may take some strategy, and it may take a collective body working together but again people aren't thinking like that people are just like look man i just want the pothole fix bro somebody <laughs> he said he's gonna, he he gonna do it there you go bro do it and i hope you fix the potholes and i believe that it could be such a better system than that but it takes people like us in my opinion that don't care about the business of politics. And this year, we probably have to do another one. Yeah. I know I was reluctant at first, but we probably have to do another <laughs> one. Because this is, like, there's a business of politics that we're all getting played in, not all of us, but, you know, some of us are getting played in that are not thoughtful that we have to understand. But if we can eliminate that part of it, which is a whole other deal, 
I believe that we could truly have what we say, that we could truly have what they are pitching us from the top. And not all. There's a lot of politicians that are really, truly legit, like doing, stand true to their words, stand true to their plan as much as they can within the, the means of what they can. Just unfortunately, people don't pay attention while they're trying to do it. And all they do is look at the end result and say, you did a good job or you did. Yeah. So that's it. And so the question yeah. is, how do yeah. we, how do we get more more buy-in from people so that we can get to this place of real change? So we'll wrap up the podcast. And yes, we do have to do a number two, man. So, and it's yeah, fun. I'm, I'm glad you said that. That you were you're reluctant. See, this is some behind the scenes <laughs> footage for 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 all of you listeners, right? T was not. He was not. He didn't want to go down this path right away. We we brainstormed the idea, and I was like, "Hey, are you voting?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm voting." And I was like, "Hey, I'm not." Cool. Let's make that the podcast. And he was like, "I don't know. I don't know if that's the way we want to go." And I was like, "Why not? It's it's perspective." And now, glad you you know kind of turned the tide a bit and uh, <laughs> have seen how important this conversation is and how how necessary it is. Like it's just a necessary conversation. It's one of the things that is happening in our society. That's happening in our communities, in our families. It's affecting a lot of people. And no one's having the true empathetic conversation behind it. They just want to say, do this. And if you yeah. don't, this is like you're in this position and you're not thinking about da da da. But it, it really goes deeper. As you guys have seen yeah. on, on this podcast, T and I both want change. We're just going to, we see it from two different angles, but we both want the same thing. And that's what I feel like is happening to a lot of people out there. We all want the same stuff. We're just looking at it from different angles and we're not giving the other side any room to have empathy or we're not having empathy with the other side so that we can actually get to a place of change. So that's what we need to do. And as always, I wrap up with the question of the day because, again, we want to hear you guys' responses. We want to hear your perspectives. So this one's a real basic one. Do you believe in voting? Right. That's the question. Are you going to vote? Do you believe in voting? Why or why not? Let's hear your answers. Let's get the perspective out. Let's have the conversation. It's going to help. It's going to help if we have the conversation. So make sure you leave your comment. Reach out to me and T wherever you wherever you find us. And we really want to want to continue to build the community to have deep, meaningful conversations and get different perspectives. Uh, so. Until next time, guys, I'm signing off. See Muzan. Say goodbye to the folks, T. We love y'all. Until next time. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to the Perspective Podcast today. We understand that you had thousands of other podcasts that you could be listening to, but you chose us. We thank you for that, and we're very grateful for it. If you ever want to reach out to us, you can always catch Chris on Twitter at cmuzan1, that's the number one, and myself at Terrell underscore Ward at Twitter. Those are our handles. Today, the music that you heard is by none other than Love. God bless y'all. Speak the truth, time. never telling no fibs. When I walk up in that booth, ain't no telling who lives. No weapon formed against my team shall prosper. I'm seeking eternal life when I'm done. Word to the Father, on. Uh.